This episode of Stepping into the Light is brought to you by my Past Life Regression Certification Course. Become a Past Life Regression Practitioner and begin helping others change their lives in miraculous ways while building the career of your dreams. Learn more at juliatreat.com. Hello, beautiful. Welcome to Stepping into the Light with Julia Treat. That's me, your host from juliatreat.com. Well, I have a lot to talk about today, a lot to cover. I've been doing some major research and, wow, you know, when you ask for, you know, be careful what, what you ask for, as they say, because I told God I am ready to know the truth, whatever that means, and I am willing to see, hear, you know, witness anything, and it just keeps coming, and I have been learning so much, and I'm going to share some things that I have come across lately in the hopes that it helps you on your own ascension journey. First, a few announcements. My YouTube channel, the Ascension Super Channel, and the Rainbow Crew channel on YouTube were deleted, completely obliterated. I had no strikes. I had no warnings. They just took my complete YouTube st studio down. So if you tried to find me there, that is why you can't. <laughs> um, I have a backup channel. If you just, I think you, I don't know if you can type in Julia Treat. I'm not sure, but it's, um, I don't have enough subscribers yet to make it a brand name, you know, in the URL. Once you have, I think it's a thousand, you can change the name to Julia Treat. But if you look in the search in YouTube, just put Julia Treat and perhaps it'll pop up. And it has my, you know, a turquoise colored banner with my face and the lotus flower. And so I'm going to start uploading there. Guys, let me just say this. We are in a war. And if you don't understand that yet, then you really need to get your head out of the sand. I mean, we are in a war. And we need to step up. We need to be the warrior, the light warrior. We need more light warriors stepping up. And so they can shut down as many channels as they want to. And here I come again. I'm not playing that game. Censorship is done. And the more of us that say, I do not comply to whether it's censorship, getting a jib jab when we don't want to, even getting tested, which I have not even been tested yet. I do not comply to any of this bullshit. And so it will not come into my reality. All right. <laughs> Going off on a tangent already. Um, okay, so YouTube, I covered that. I'm looking at my list. I have lots of notes because I have a lot I want to share with you. My last podcast was honestly one of the most difficult ones I've ever recorded. Because I had to let you know how I had led you astray unknowingly. And I apologized in it. And, you know, I've let that shit go. But what I've just been learning is we, we have just been so lied to and conditioned to believe so much. Everything we've been taught is a lie. And please don't hang up yet. Don't turn me off yet. Please just listen. Just hear me out. Because I'm going to send it to some things where you can check for yourself on, on all kinds of things. I don't, I don't want you to believe anything I say. I want you to go dig for yourself. Because that's more powerful. When you go, you, you hear something, and then you go look into it yourself. And I'm sorry, my girls are going to start wrestling. <laughs> Gracie and Macy, you what are you doing, you sillies? They are wrestling because they've been inside all day. It's raining here. And um, we'll see how that goes. But that's okay, even if they're in the background. <coughs> Excuse me. By the way, I think I mentioned in the last podcast, I'm not positive, but I have begun to burn anything and everything that has mixed messages in it that I am aware of. So, for instance, the Archangel cards that were created by Doreen Virtue years ago, I understand now why she asked her followers to burn them. Um, maybe she doesn't think any of them are accurate or trustworthy. But, and I understand that because the way I'm looking at things now, if I can't discern in a deck, I can't discern 
what is dark and what's light, then I don't even need to use it. And you know what? I taught, you know, every time I teach my mediumship and angel intuitive course, I started adding a card reading part in there, and I don't even know why. And I'm not against cards, period. I don't want you to think that. I'm not. I'm not against all cards and all card decks. But when we start waking up and learning about certain things, we do need to be aware, is that energy in this deck that I'm using? Because even though you will think, <clears throat> and I do believe I was getting messages from God, from Jesus, from you know the, the beings of the highest light, but I was still tapping into the dark energy by using that deck, which just helps the dark um, tap into our light. Okay, so I've been on this um, purge. I have been looking through decks. I've been burning them. It's been actually fun. Michael was doing it with me. I said, "Here, here's another one." She's he's throwing one at, a, well, you know, one at a time in the fire like he's some kind of card dealer. It was hilarious. I said, "This is so fun to do together," um, and he wasn't. He's not angry at anything. He's just not frustrated. He was just helping me burn some things. So the archangel deck, for instance, has several archangels in it. Uh, I am still tight with Archangel Michael, one of my besties. I'm going to talk to you a little bit about him, too, with what I found out. Uh, Archangel Metatron, however, we have been duped. Metatron. So first of all, I want to say they have, take everything, they have taken everything that was created from light and they've created dark. Although I don't know of a dark Michael version yet. Archangel Michael, I, don't, I haven't heard of anything about that. Um... You know, the Metatron cube is something separate from the Metatron that people call on here on Earth, okay? In the decks of cards, it's Archangel Metatron. Metatron, and you'll see on your, on your cards in your decks, it'll say the angel of children, right? Oh, you're supposed to work, work with children. But Archangel Metatron or Metatron in this... Um, this Luciferian force here on Earth. Metatron is the angel of forced childhood orgies, okay? It's disgusting. I mean, that was the first deck that went. It's the first deck I ever had, by the way. But that was the first deck I burned. You know, it's the first deck that went because Metatron's in there several times. Um, I don't need that shit, okay? I don't need it. Uh, I'm not going to say, well, maybe I can tap into a good Metatron. I'm just going to burn that fucker because I don't need to even connect with Metatron. I don't need to. So this is what I'm saying. As you learn, you have to be willing to learn. Gosh, it's just, I I'm not going to lie. It's been so frustrating. It's frustrating for, for us, <laughs> for us that have, you know, taken the plunge and watched shit that we did not want to, that, but I knew I had to, like God saying, you have to see this. You can't just hear about it. You have to see it, Julia, because then you're going to really understand why you're here. And you're also going to understand the power of, the power of love. And that it's easy to stay in this vibration of love when I'm in la-la land and I'm not looking at anything that upsets me, right? That is not ascending. I started working with some individuals that have come on board for my spiritual mastery, one-on-one -on -one coaching, that I've decided that's what I'm here to do. I've been telling them, the way you become an ascended master, here, an ascended master, is you have to be willing to learn. The only ascended master that came here as an ascended master already is Jesus or Yeshua. That is the only one. All the other ascended masters, yes, from light, had to learn. They had to grow. They had to expand. They had to have faith. They had to connect with source, creator, with God. Screw all the dark ascended masters. They think they are, but they are false gods. And there's many, and that's another deck. That was my second deck that I burned. 
second deck I burned was my Ascended Masters deck. It, so they have intertwined light and dark into everything. Everything. Everything has been a lie. Hang with me because I'm going to give you some more information so then maybe you'll start looking into this yourself. Um, okay. I'm on a, I'm, I'm fired up in, a, in an amazing way. I feel fantastic. I, I love what I've been learning. Again, I said, God, teach me the truth. Show me the truth. I'm willing to see the truth. Boom, 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 boom. Here it just keeps coming. I'm on a freight train. I'm on a freight train to the truth. I want to know the truth. And God is providing. It is, it's blowing me away. So as I'm learning things, um, you know, I'm sending things out to certain people I'm working with one-on-one -on -one that this would resonate with them. This one's not ready for that, but I'll send them this. Uh, and again, it's not pushing any agenda on them. It, is, it, it isn't pushing any agenda, period. It is just saying, take a look at this. See what you think. It's not, hey, you have to agree with me. I've been telling the, those signing up with me, you know, we've been doing interviews. We, we just sit and talk for a little bit so they know what they can expect. And I also need to understand or determine or, or feel if they're ready for this. I'm not saying yes just because someone wants to work with me. Um, it's, you know, we're both doing an interview on this. We both interview one another. And it's been fascinating, the, diff the people that I'm meeting that know I'm here to do this work. I'm, I'm talking far beyond readings, just FYI. I'm not saying that's not enough. And yes, I'm still doing them. I'm talking, I am here to be the leader, teacher, mentor, the ascended master. And I'm ready to start moving into that role, which means, guess what? Okay, then let's get to work. <laughs> One of the people that I just started with, we had our first session a couple of weeks ago, or last week, I, I'm losing track now. And we always begin a session with, you know, I ask the client, what is it, is there something particular today that you wanted to begin with, start with, that you felt guided to? Or do you want me to tune in and, and understand what maybe source, God, creator wants you to begin with? And, and the client said, no, I want to, whatever it is I'm supposed to start with. And I said, well, I'm just getting that it's, we're not going to be wasting time. We're going to dive into the first beginning lifetime where you gave up or blocked or stopped or vowed to not use your power. And my client's like, yes, oh my God, yes, let's do that. Because I said, we're going to heal across all timelines, lifetimes, and dimensions. Just go the first one. Where did it begin? And so that's what we did. That was the first session. This client signed up for six months with me. And the first session, we did a past life regression. Now, I'm going to say that I do love past life regression because my clients remember. So they're in a space where they're remembering what happened. And they will never forget that. And even for myself, it's been life-changing for me to go to each lifetime and remember. Even if it's forward. I've gone progression forward to future. And it's, it's fascinating and I think so rewarding for me to understand and remember and know what happened. Rather than, I'm not saying, I'm not against hypnosis in any way. I'm just saying rather than me being hypnotized and maybe things start changing, but I don't know anything that happened. I don't remember anything. I just think it's so amazing to understand more about yourself by going to that time. And so, you know, I, I just guide clients into being super relaxed and going through different motions to get them to where they're going to enter that past life. And my client, you know, had already entered the past life with, before I had even gotten my client there. But 
this was one of the most fascinating past lives that I have been witness to. And I mean witness to as in with a client who's going through it and telling me what's happening. And my client, you know, said, when I, when I had my client focus on their feet, because that's how you ground them in that lifetime. And my client was like, wow, it's kind of, I don't know. I feel like, honestly, I have bird feet. Like, I have bird feet. I said, that's okay, cool, all right. Don't, you know, don't judge that or anything. Just cool, you have bird feet. Now scan up your body. And my client did, and it turned out I, my client was like, I'm an eagle. And it was a time of the pyramids. And it progressed into, you know, sitting around a campfire, that there's these, these beings that came to create things with source, with God creator of all it is, and we're going to create things with source, and it's going to help humanity. And so there were four beings sitting around like this campfire, okay, this client of mine who was an eagle. There was another being next to him, which he felt was me, and then there were two more, um, another being and then another being. And the fourth being my client described as a lizard, which I thought already, okay, this is going to be good. This is going to be fascinating. And so as my client moved through this past life, it was at one point we were creating with source, with God, creator of all that is, our creator, our heavenly father, we were creating with source, all of us as a group, minus the lizard. The lizard wasn't part of it. It was one, two, three. Three of us plus my client saw Jesus or Yeshua, whatever you call him. My client saw Jesus there working with us as well. And so I'm just fascinated. I'm asking questions. And, and he said we're creating. Now, I, I'm going to paraphrase because I don't remember the exact words. But it's something to help humanity stay connected to source. And I was like, wow, that's cool. And... You know, my client is a male. I do work with, you know, women and men, just FYI. So we're creating this, and we're creating it. And I said, well, how are we creating it with source? And he said, it's from our crown, our third eye, and our hands. And it just happens. Like, we know what to do. We don't think about it. We know what to do to connect with source. We're just, we're just creating this. And... You know, it was hard to find words for what he was experiencing, but we kind of finally, I don't know that we said light beam. It wasn't that. No, I'm trying to remember. It was something we created in front of us. And I was asking about Jesus, and, and I said, you know, Jesus is there. Oh, my goodness. And, and he said, yeah, and Jesus knows everything. And everyone knows that Jesus knows everything. Like, Jesus knows everything, even the divine plan. The rest of us don't know the plan which I thought was fascinating. And as he said, we're creating this power source, or this whatever this is, this help humanity stay connected with God and, and source. He started feeling uneasy, and he says, but someone's watching. And I said, oh, you know, we'll go there. Who is it? And he, he said, it's the lizard. It's the reptilian. And I said, oh. And... I'm probably going to skip some details. And I did, by the way, ask his permission to share this without sharing his name or any identifying factors, but he did say I could share the story that it might help someone. But then he went to a place where he was witnessing the city. He kind of was a watcher over of a city. He had all these, these, these people he watched over as this eagle. And I said... He said, I fly over them. I just watch over them. And I said, well, can they all see you? Like, do they know you're there? And he said, only some. There's a select few that know I'm there and what I'm there to do, but the rest of them don't know. But he said, they're burning the city. They're burning all the my people. He said, my people, because he's there to watch over them. He said, they're burning them all with what we created. And I was like, whoa. So we worked through it a little bit more and to where, you know, the reptilian had somehow gotten control of this source that we created. We, we came to the conclusion, though, we talked through it and we, you know, 
asked questions, he went deeper, and it was that the reptilian couldn't connect with source to create this. We could, but the reptilian did not have that connection, and so the reptilian, or reptilians, plural, stole it from us. And he said, they're burning everyone. They've burned everyone. Everyone's on fire. Everything's on fire. The city's gone. And I, and you know, you're, when I work with clients, I'm seeing the emotion come up. I want you guys to hear me, please, okay? Perhaps this is all of us. We're this powerful, okay? He had no clue he was going to see that. And now he's understanding who he really is. And so I asked him about the other cities because the rest of us kind of were watchers over other cities. And I said, did they burn all of them down? And he said, no, they burned mine down, but they gained control. Somehow they're controlling everyone in the other cities. This is not someone who is fully understanding what's going on right now. So that's why it's blowing me away because he's actually sharing what I have learned has been going on forever. So, <clears throat> so he goes to a mountain and he just, he goes, he just meditates. And he's like, I know this sounds weird, but I just become one with the mountain. I said, no, doesn't sound weird. That's what you chose. I said, is that kind of similar to a human who has taken her last breath and just decided not to be here any longer? He said, yeah, I guess you could look at it like that. So we had a follow-up the other day. It was the next week. Because I had, you know, I was guided to ask more questions that he needed to understand more. And it was literally like God was telling me what questions to ask him. And one of them was, why didn't you fight for it? Like, why? So they got it somehow. Why did you give up? Like, why didn't you go after it? What happened there? And I think his answer was, he wasn't in, no, he wasn't in like meditation in, in past life state now. We're just talking about it. Because once you do it, you can often talk about it and go back to that place or whatever and kind of get more information. But he said, like he had this, this like I, I don't know if it was like his throat or his stomach. I can't remember what. And he's like, what if I gave it to them? What if I gave it to them willingly? Which then my next intuitive hit that I received was, and maybe you were tricked into giving it to them. So I said, you, maybe you carried over this guilt, but you were actually tricked into thinking it was something good. I said, because, you know, there's a past life where I was teaching and, and not I don't even know, mentoring the kids, they already knew how to do all this stuff. I was just helping them, you know, remain connected with it and expand with it even more. And I said, and I was, you know, the, the government said, hey, come show us, come to this building. We want to see what the kids can do because we've been hearing about this. And I went and took all of the children. There was so many, <laughs> so many. And I was telling this to my client. I said, and I... I thought I was doing something good. And when I got there, they th pushed all the children in the building and they held me out and they locked the door and started it on fire. And I said, I left that lifetime feeling the guilt of that, like it was my fault. And all of those souls left thinking I abandoned them. So I said, things can happen. And, and yeah, maybe you had that hit like, oh my God, what if I gave it to them? But I said, but what if you didn't know? So, oh boy, sorry about that. That's loud. Okay, let me, let me pause this and calm her down real quick. Actually, we'll take a quick break, and I'll be back right after the break. The world is shifting, and to some it might not look that pretty. Humanity is evolving. Every human, every fear that has ever been shoved down, deep down within our soul, is coming forth to be revealed. That's why the world needs more past life regression practitioners. And it's why I created my past life regression certification course. Past lives, shadow work, call it whatever you wish. It's all the same. It is our darkest and deepest wounds, our demons, if you will, that must come up and finally be released. We have all had many wounds, deep, dark, and often horrible, unhealed wounds that have never been revealed. Some are from this lifetime, but our runes originated many lifetimes ago. 
A seed was planted, a program was created. The spell was cast, and our suffering began. We have been reliving past lives for hundreds of thousands of years, with the same people, with the same results, over and over again. But each time we come back into our next human experience, we have forgotten that this all seems so familiar. And we just repeat the patterns one more time. Our subconscious is the driving force. It remembers everything. And it will do anything and everything to keep us safe. But that's the issue at hand. It was never keeping us safe. It was keeping us from seeing the truth. Currently, there is an explosive interest in regression therapy and spiritual psychotherapy throughout the world. So many are in the throes of unhealed wounds from this lifetime and past lifetimes and are seeking anything that will set them free. This growing interest requires more practitioners to be trained in these techniques to provide others with this powerful and transformative therapy. When we heal our past, it transcends to our now across all timelines, lifetimes, and dimensions. And that, my friend, is where the miracles lie. Learn more about my Past Life Regression Certification course by going to juliatreat.com. I'll see you on the inside. Welcome back. (laughs) All right. She's making her little bed here, getting it comfy, so should be good to fix my headphones here in case you hear some noise. There we go. All right, so working with the client on that, the whole, that whole thing of we created this, this, this being took it and killed and destroyed and made people suffer, and I was you know, giving him my example. And, and then he kind of says, well, but if, if we just look at that everything is divine plan, everything's God's plan, then it was meant to be. And I had no clue what the reaction, what I was going to say back. I didn't, I mean, I didn't have a reaction about it. I was just listening to him. But what came out of my mouth, like I I sat there for a second and I said, well, God's saying that's a scapegoat. See, we've been conditioned to believe this is God's plan. So no matter what I did or didn't do, or what I don't want to look back at or or heal or take care of, it's because it's part of God's divine plan. Yes and no. <laughs> God's divine plan is that you do the learning. You learn, right? You do the forgiveness work. You do the healing work. And if you did something wrong, then you go understand what that was. If you didn't, then you understand that as well. But it was pretty clear to me that God was saying, y'all been using that as a scapegoat. <laughs> and when I said that, yeah, it kind of caught my client off guard, like, off guard. And he's just like, whoa, his eyes got big. And he's like, no, I totally, that makes sense. You know, it's kind of like now, what we've been going through now and even the past several years, wherever you are in your journey, it's, it's staying in that victimhood mode like a victim. Well, it's God's plan and, and when it's time, he'll get me out of this or no. No, it is our job to do the healing work and rise above all of it. Okay, it's not God's plan for you to be suffering. That is not God's plan. God never planned for you to suffer. God never planned for you to be broke, to be stuck, to be sick, to be separated from him. Never had that plan. That is one of the lies we've been taught. So moving on to that, I just wanted to share that fascinating story. I'm not sure if I mentioned it yet. Real quick. Um, I'm on Telegram now. I'm on Telegram. Oh, I did talk about my YouTube channel. I'm on Telegram. It's Julia Treat, Angel Ambassadors. I I don't know how that works if you just type it in and find it if you're in Telegram. But I'm pretty active there now, daily, sharing things that I get, that I feel. By the way, anything I share or say, I'm just sharing or saying it so that you can do your own digging work. Okay? I'm not saying, believe me, here you go, this is gospel. I'm just sharing what I'm uncovering. Okay? That is what's caused all this disastrous, you know, repeat cycles here. Because we believed what they were telling us. And if you don't know yet, you are not in some kind of karmic loop. 
You didn't come here over and over to suffer because you were a bad person. You kept coming back because they fucked with you. All right? They have kept you in this slavery system. Think about that. Where do we start now? Okay, so as I've been, you know, calling on God, I want the truth. You show me the truth. And I always think of that movie, you know, um, you can't handle the truth. Yes, I can. God didn't say that to me. I just thought of that movie. I'm like, I want all of it. I don't care. Send it to me. I'm ready to really be your student. I told him I'm willing to see, hear, and know it all. And his response, I'm looking at my notes, was bravo. I love you so much. That is how you become an ascended master. Chills. Um, sorry, I'm just checking my notes again. So, I... Let me see. I was guided to, you know, this video came across my feed. I'm not going to be able to talk about everything on my notes, I don't think, because that's going to make this super long. I want to first say that the conditioning starts when we're babies, okay? Not just the shots and stuff we get, all right? It's everything. And I realized something last week. I was watching our granddaughter, who is going to be a year next month, Miss Olivia, with an A. <laughs> And, you know, I went and got some things because I knew I was going to be, you know, kind of helping her mom now a little bit, babysitting, which I love too. And I said, you know, I need a few things. So I went and got a cute little seat that she can bounce in. It has little things on she can play with. Um, and she loves to bounce. So I got this bouncy thing. I got a lot of different things. But as I had her in the bouncy thing and Michael put the batteries in and there's the part that lights up and music plays, I, w I guarantee I wouldn't have caught this until unless I was awake, for real. But I realized, wait a minute. The songs that are playing are London Bridge is Falling Down and For He's a Jolly Good Fellow. And I was like, wait a minute. This is all kinds of fucked up here. I'm on to you now. I'm listening to this. Why are these songs? Why would you play? And I, I grew up to it. Most of us, at least if you're my age, we grew up to those songs. And we do London bridges falling down, falling down, right? And we do the little, we go under each other's arms. We were, well, this is bad. This is part of the programming, okay? It starts as infants with the music playing on our little bouncy thing. I'm trying to find it now. I looked it up. I really wanted to share it with you. Let me see. I looked up so many things. I did so much research. And I have so much to talk to you about. Let me find it here. I have so many tabs open. <laughs> um, okay, London Bridge is falling down. By the way, if you don't know this yet, mainstream media is owned by the dark fuckers. Okay, so you're not going to see any of this. You're going to have to dig sometimes online. Sometimes you have to go to different search engines like DuckDuckGo. That is a search engine you can use to find all the stuff, perhaps. I think I did find this one on Google. And the title is The Dark History Behind London Bridges Falling Down. It's linked to several things, okay? One of the things it's linked to is uh, it tells the story of a Viking attack while others believe it's about human sacrifice. Imagine that. I've seen a past life with the Vikings. I'm going to share this. It's going to be a super short one. One of the lifetimes, now Gracie needs to dance around. She's all, getting, no, she's chasing her tail. I, one past life that I saw, one of the first ones, Gracie, come here. One of the first ones, in fact, I'm going to text her dad. He's in the man cave. I'm going to say, come get your little babies, please. Come, I'm texting him. Come, hey, Gracie, oh my gosh. Come get your babies. He'll be here in a second. Come care. It's raining, so they, they, they are allergic to the rain. Their feet can't touch it, can't touch a wet sidewalk. They are berserko, but he will come carry them out. So one of the first past lives I saw was I was on a Viking ship. I was a young boy. I'm going to say nine-ish. We had been kidnapped, okay? Our entire village had been pillaged, if that's a word, pillaged, destroyed by these Vikings. I was a young, and they killed all the, everyone. Like, they killed, except for, <laughs> 
the sex slaves and the children, which children are often the sex slaves, and just the slaves. So I was like nine-ish. I had a little brother there with me, and we were uh, kidnapped by these Vikings, and we were on the ship. And I can see it as clear as day. It still disgusts me. This is before I was awake and I knew anything. Um, so one day on the ship, now we were just servants. We had to serve them. It was nonstop, like slavery, children just working for them. Nonstop, you know, not fed. Sorry, sorry. My, can you take them out? I'm trying to record this. Thank you. You're going to have to carry them. <laughs> Hang on, guys. I'm just going to pause this one second. Okay, he's got them out there. So one day on the ship, you know, I'm whatever, doing my chores, and, I'm, and I was filthy because we're just dirty, uh, and I can't find my little brother anywhere. And I, I remember that freaked me out because I, already, I just knew instantly what they were doing. I was being sexually abused, uh, but my, I remember, like, swearing it would never happen to my little brother, and I couldn't find him, and I walked in to this disgusting Vikings room, yuck, that, ugh, I can, I can see it, and it disgusts me, I'm not going to tell you what I saw, but it was my little brother, and I grabbed something, and I killed the Viking. I actually, like an axe or something, and I hit him in the head, and I killed him. And we were then forced to walk the plank, and we died. But let me tell you, it was far better being in that, you know, dying that way than keeping up what was happening. So when I looked up London Bridges Falling Down, I'm like, you assholes, right? Okay, it's, these, it's just this loop. We keep doing the loops. Okay, we just keep coming back. We keep playing roles. And this song's going to make sure your soul just stays in that loop. All right, so this song is also linked to human uh, sacrifice. And it was playing on Olivia's little bouncy seat. Okay? I realized I was singing. I'm like, da, 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 da. I'm like, wait a minute. Why is that song playing on her thing? Same with He's a Jolly Good Fellow. I, I didn't even have time to look that up, but I know that's got to be sinister as well. Guys, we got to wake up. It's, they've been programming us since infancy. And this is on all of your cartoons your kids are watching. Wonder how many of you, now you're going to pay attention. Pay attention to the songs that they're singing. A lot of them are adult songs. We sang them as kids, but they really don't make sense for kids. Why would we ever sing London Bridges Falling Down? Okay, so, so that's some of the things I was led to. Um, the programming and where it begins and how it begins. And the next thing, I'm looking at my notes. One second. Okay, so the next thing that came across my path, which I am so in, I'm infatuated with, and I am so I'm digging in. I'm gonna learn so much about as much as I can about this. Is something called gematria. Hang on, I have to pull that up now so I can tell you about it. Uh, gematria, G-E-M-A-T-R-I-A, -E gematria. Gematria is believed to be how God speaks to us through numbers. For real. I mean, I'm blown away, right? I, I was into angel numbers, angel numbers, angel numbers. Well, um, you start learning about gematria, you're going to learn that you've probably been duped there as well. Um, I'm looking up. I want to tell you, um, what is gematria? I'm, I'm putting in my search. So gematria is a method of interpreting the Hebrew scriptures by computing the numerical value of words based on those of their constituent letters. Now, the interesting thing is, again, I said, right, there's light and dark and everything. They took everything light and they created a dark version. So with gematria... Every letter in the alphabet, now I am not an expert in this yet, guys. I'm going to be sharing more about this, but I'm just going to share a little bit here <clears throat> so that you can kind of have an idea where, wait, maybe I want to start looking into this now. Maybe I need to start learning, or maybe I'll come back and listen to Julia again when she learns some more. So in Gematria, each Hebrew letter is re represented by a number. Right? So, so in other words, like A is 1, B is 2. And I'm talking about the English alphabet, but it's translated to the English alphabet. 
So one can then calculate the numerical value of a word by adding together the values of each letter in it. So this is fascinating. Okay, it's just, so this is ancient teaching. I mean, this is old teachings, right? It's been hidden. And now it's starting to come out, and people are starting to learn about gematria um, to, to understand how, to, how things are coded. And again, take it or leave it. I'm just learning something new, all right? I'm fascinated. So, oh, by, by the way, something else that came across my path that I will be sharing with you is the Jesus strand. And also... So that's the Jesus lineage. Who is in it? And you're going to be blown away because they've, they, so this is proof. Like they've, they found it. They found the proof. They found the lost gospels. So the Bible that we use today has been edited down so much, has been changed. I do believe there's truths in it, but there I do believe there's so many false in it. There's so much false in it. Again, light and dark mixed in everything, including the Bible. There were 777 Gospels. 777 Gospels. Some believe 888. That's a lot. <laughs> and I'm going to be taking you through that Jesus strand and how this happened and why all of those Gospels got left out because it was for control. And they left 66 books of the Bible. Was it books? Gospels. I don't know numbers right now with the Bible. So... Think of how many were kept from us. In fact, they found, they have found gospels on the scrolls, buried, they found it in tombs with bodies. People, basically they were killing anyone, right? Any Christians, anyone that believed in Jesus and Yeshua, they, they, horrific deaths is what you would be facing. And People would take these scrolls knowing that this is, you know, this is truth, but I have to hide it and literally be buried with it in their tomb. Speaking of Jesus, or Yeshua, which was what the name he went by, um, there was a false Jesus created. And again, I, I'm getting into a lot tonight because I really wanted to stick with Gematria, but it kind of all just goes together. All the things that were kept from us. So much was kept from us, you know, so that telling you to keep us from being created to source to God, including what I'm calling, you know, God numbers now. Screw the angel numbers. These are God numbers. Okay, this is how God speaks to us through numbers. So I'm going to talk about the whole uh, Jesus lineage, all right, on the next one, because I have more research to do. By the way, I'm spending hours on this stuff for you and me. I mean, for me, but I want to share it with you. I'm spending hours so there was a false Jesus created uh, that that is where December 25th celebration is. We are celebrating false Jesus. Just FYI. I'm going to talk about, more about that next time. But let's get back to Gematria because, you know, this is a way that you can decode your false reality. That's the important part. You're decoding your false reality. You have, we have been brought up in a false reality. We have been lied to about everything. Everything. So as I'm learning this number code, and I'm really, I've got to do some, I'm going to be doing a lot of work on this because I need to understand it. I need to understand it. But as I was doing a lot of the research, I'm realizing I see some of these numbers, thinking they were angel numbers, but they're actually God numbers, and they mean something different. All right? So if you think about it, a way God could talk to you is through numbers. We've thought, I've thought, you know, that's the way the angels talk to me, and these are the numbers, and 111, wait, I have my book right here. 111, because <laughs> a lot of us see that. 111. An energetic gateway has opened for you, rapidly manifesting your thoughts into realities. Choose your thoughts wisely at this time, ensuring that they match your desires. Don't put any energy into thinking about fears at all, lest you manifest them. Okay, I would take that maybe as a message from God. But do you know what 111 actually means perfection? And it's God's way of saying you are perfect. You were created as perfection. The word perfection, I think if I have that correct, perfection is the number 111. Think about that now a little differently if you start, if you're seeing the 111. 
So for kicks and giggles, you know, as I'm learning this, you can go to a site called, hang on, let me find it. So, what is it called there? Gemma Trinator. Mm. Is that where I found this? Hang on. I have several, you know, I'm telling you, if you saw how many tabs I have open, because I was like, I got to tell them about the songs, I got it for the kids, I got to tell them about this. Wait a minute. I found a place and I put in, I just have to find the tab. I put in the number 911 because that is the number that the Rainbow Crew have always sent to me. Okay, so you can go to Gematrix. It's G-E-M-A-T-R-I-X dot org. G-E-M-A-T-R-I-X dot org. Now, I do not have all the details yet. I'm learning about this, but one thing you can get from Gematria is you can put a number in, and you can get information on what that number means. Now remember, the dark has put something into everything as well. So you might see some things and think, oh, God, that's so dark. But look at the light. Like, look at the light mean, meanings. So here's 9-11. I put it into that, gematrix.org, and I put calculate gematria. And here we go. Here's just some of them. Uh, thanks, God mission accomplished. Heaven's Code. These are all 911, what 911 can mean. Uh, Heaven's Code, um, Love Realm, Unlocking the Perfect Dream Life, Divine Feminine, about fell over. Because that is what I know we're here to do. We are the Divine Feminine. We are the Divine Feminine coming to set our children free, to stop this craziness, to save our children, God's children. Children being adults as well, all of God's children. Divine Light was another one for 9-11. Cream of the crop, feel proud, that was cute. Um, one of them, 9-11. So this is, I'm saying phrases, and what you do, if you take the alphabet, A being one, and then B is, is two, C is three, you take each letter and you have to add all the numbers up, you know, all the way to the end of the alphabet. You add all the numbers up under each letter, okay? So these phrases add up to 9-11, including divine, um, divine Feminine. Like, you think about it, how could this be? All these different phrases can actually add up to the same number. How about this one? Freddie Mercury. I just, I just died laughing. <laughs> Freddie Mercury adds up to 9-11. Uh, nice. Are you kidding me? That's one. The Lord's my faith. Um, let's see what else. From the Holy Lord. So just the full, you know, the first ones, you know, the thanks, God's mission's accomplished heaven's code. Because I've said these are Jesus's. These are, this is Christ consciousness energy coming. So I just started playing around with it, you know, and that's the first number I've put in after hearing about the 111, you know, 111. So gematria, that's going to be kind of what I'm going to say, maybe you want to take on as a, a little homework. I'm going to tell you about a couple of videos you can go watch that will explain it. Now, this is a lot. I've listened to this one three-hour video three times. But I get something more every time. See, this is, some, this is stuff we've been dumbed down to, okay? They didn't ever want us to understand this. And so... I really, you know, have listened to it over and over, and I catch more every time. I just catch more every time. So go to, let me look here. Oh, okay, here it is. Go to a YouTube channel called Patriot Street Fighter 24. YouTube channel is called Patriot Street Fighter. Street Fighter is one word, 24. You're going to want to subscribe to that channel because he has a lot of amazing guests on. Scott McKay, he is, he is a warrior for God. I mean, he is blowing me away. There's a video, though, under his. Hopefully it doesn't be, get taken down. It is, this is the name of the video in case you want to plug it in. It's, he has 8.27.21. That's the date that he put it up. 8. Dot, it's not a dash. 8.27.21. Patriot Street Fighter, comma, <clears throat> N-E-G-48, N as in Nancy, N-E-G, negative 48, and then the and sign, 
or ampersand or whatever they call that thing. And the apostles for the big reveal. And then another comma, the Jesus strand. I mean, right there you're going to learn a lot of what I, I heard about the Jesus strand, about, again, take it or leave it. But be willing to maybe look into it, to listen to it. It's a lot. When they get into the Jesus strand, it is fascinating. I mean, you're going to be blown away. All right. I think that's it for today. I am, I, I'm recording this late. I know Michael's hungry for dinner. He's working 10 hours a day, so I better go make this man some food. Um, what other announcements? Oh, about the retreat. Several people have reached out about the retreat, scheduled in October. I am not calling it yet. I am giving it a little more time because so much is going to be happening in the next month that I really, you know, here's the thing. People have signed up already. I assume they've already gotten their plane tickets, and uh, I, I know we're meeting there at some point. I cannot wait to be in Sedona, and I have a feeling we're going to be meeting in Sedona and celebrating this massive celebration of what is going to take place. But I do not know yet, as of today, at this recording, that we are for sure meeting then or not. Okay, if you just give me, people have reached out, and I'm giving it a, a if you just give me a couple more weeks just to, we're meeting there regardless. I just don't know of the date. I hope and pray it's then. If it's not, then we will meet there. We will set it up and we will be celebrating. I guarantee you, my friend, it will be an amazing experience. In fact, it may be even uh, a better experience than, I, than any of us have ever had because what's coming on the other side of this is so glorious, I can't even put it into words. It is so amazing what's right around the corner, I promise. So the retreat, I will be reaching out to you if you have signed up. Um, just to, to let you know where we're at with it in a couple of weeks, okay? I appreciate your patience. I know you're excited or maybe you're nervous that is it going to happen. It is going to happen. Whether it's in October or we have to postpone it, it is going to happen. I am definitely going to be meeting you there. So I will be in touch with that. I think that's all for now. Join me on Telegram if you can find me. And YouTube, Julia Treat, get on there because I'm sharing... Other stuff there, and I'm actually going live there. I'm going to be going there live. So sending so much love to you. Be gentle with yourself while you're going through this massive great awakening. But please be willing, just willing to see things differently. Just open your heart. Tell God you're ready if you are. I'm ready to learn the truth and let God lead the way. I'll talk to you next time. God bless. Join me now to begin the career of your dreams from your own home or anywhere you choose. Through my Past Life Regression Certification course, you'll begin to be able to support people from all over the world to help them heal from past life trauma. Don't waste another day dreaming of what could be. Start living your life on your terms today. Visit juliatreat.com where there are full pay and payment plan options. I'll see you on the inside.